Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Praise the Lord. Hey, look, I want to give you these things. You, you know what these are. Basically, I'm going to teach you how to train your human spirit. I felt directed by God to do this, so I really wanted to do it with you guys. Here's what it is. Right now, you're spending time, you're fasting, you're praying, you're seeking God, you're separated, you're spending a little extra time with God. Hopefully, even if, you know, if you're doing anything, at least you're spending more time with God, okay? That's very important. As you're spending more time with God, you're becoming more spiritually conscious of God and God's voice. But how do I know God? How do I learn about God? How do I, fel- here's a big one. How do I fellowship with God? How do I learn and understand God? Where is God kind of speaking? I know he's in here. Hello? He's in here. If he's in here, how does he do it? When does he do it? This is how you learn, right? So I'm gonna teach you a little bit of, basically I'm gonna teach you how to train your human spirit. Okay, now let me explain something. Everybody's a spirit. You understand that? Okay, you either got a good spirit or bad spirit. If you're born again, you got a good spirit, right? Come on. Everybody everybody say this. I am a spirit. I I have a soul. I I live in a body. body. My soul is my mind, will, and emotions. You know that? Okay, so that's not who you really are. Your body, earth suit, when you leave this thing behind, you're gone. So heaven and hell is not an option. You're going somewhere. You're either going to heaven or hell. Everybody that leaves, the, nobody dies. There's not a person that's ever died in the eternity of mankind. They live in somewhere. Hello? They just leave the earth and go into the spirit. So what I'm trying to teach you to do is basically how do you train this human spirit and how do I start learning how, how to understand the spirit side of me? It's not your mind, it's in your spirit. So I'm going to give you five practical keys that can help you start identifying and training your human spirit because this is what happened. When you got born again, everybody gets born again, your human spirit becomes alive unto God, and that's where the Holy Spirit lives. So the Holy Spirit is communing with your human spirit, and your human spirit is the real you. Did you get that? We like to call that the voice of our conscience, but your conscience is not safe until you teach your conscience the word of God. That's why you cannot be spirit. That's why you could be born again and not really have spiritual development. We were talking about that. That's what me and Mark, we were talking about. Somebody says, oh, look at you, you know, this is life, this is what you're doing. No, 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 no. I could be spiritually alive unto God but not be spiritually conscious at another level. That doesn't mean I don't have God. That just means in that area, I gotta do some reprogramming. Well, it's a big deal. Who, who in this room don't have to grow? Come on, man, right? But we gotta start practicing these truths right? Because if you don't practice it, and that sounds bad in church. Well, we're practicing. What do you mean? Well, does anybody ever get it right 100% of the time? No. So you're practicing at getting better at hearing God, right? So let's go. We're going to learn these five keys. You put them to work. They'll start helping you, right? So point number one is this. Boom. Check this out. I like this. You got to give the word of God first place in your life. What does that mean? That sounds cute. You know, give God first. Yeah, what the heck does that mean, bro? Give God first. I'm going to show you. And when you see it, it's going to help you. You got to start learning how to yield or give God's word first place in your life. So that basically means this. What's giving God first place in your life? This is going to be so practical, but it's so good, right? First place means first place. You exalt the word of God above everybody else's words. Does that make sense? First place means this. When you have a choice, 
you believe the word of God and not your circumstances, not your feelings, and not what your head is telling you. Is that okay? So first place means this. I'm not going to let my circumstances tell me what to think. I'm not going to let my feelings tell me what to think. And I'm not going to let any other voice in my head tell me what to think. That means I'm going to go, what does God say? And that's it. Now, here's the cool part about this. You want to know why people don't want to go there? Because it doesn't leave any emotional margin. Most people don't want to go to the Word of God because once you go to the Word of God, it's cut and dry. There's no more feelings involved. And I still want to have my feelings, so I don't really want to know the truth because once the truth shows up, feelings are out the window. There's no emotional response to this. There's just action. Yeah, you know? Ain't that good? That's real good, but it's painful at the same time, right? Because I want to complain. I want to yell in traffic. I love it. I'm a professional at it. Like, I'm so good at it, I might even get, like, a PhD in it. Oh, yeah, that's why, I got, that's why they give me a driver. Because <laughs> I do, like, 120. I say, I got to get there for the Lord. Right? No, so <laughs> I took the kids in the car. I won't do this with your son, I promise. I won't, I promise. But I took them in my car. I said, did you ever go 120 in a car? They go, no. I said, well, don't tell your mother. Praise the Lord. Let's buckle up, boys. We're going to show you how to get there. <laughs> They're like, what? Are we really? It's like, just don't video anything we're doing. All right. Come on, we're safe. Come on. Do I look? Come on, you know they're safe with me. I won't. Come on. So listen, I want you to get this. This is, this is how you do it. But you got to have that one little step before. You got to go, okay, hey, am I really putting the word of God first or is that my feeling? So like married people, this is a great thing to do. You know how you're almost getting ready to get into it? You know what I mean? Like you're like kind of like, eh. Okay, stop, pause. What's the Bible say? See, now there's the part that really gets weird because watch this. If you got a spouse that doesn't honor the word of God or agree with the word of God and starts exalting their opinion above it, you're always gonna have problems. So sooner or later, we gotta make the word of God first place. That means I don't get to win. Maybe you don't get to win. The word of God wins. There you go. See what I'm saying? Now, isn't that good for you? This is really important. So what am I getting you to understand? First place, everybody say, first place means this. The word of God and not my circumstances, my feelings, or what my head tells me is what I start yielding to, the word of God. So the circumstance doesn't tell me, my feelings don't tell me. This is putting God first place. You go to the doctor, you're going to die. Oh my God, stop, pause. I'm not going to let that tell me anything. I got the word of God first place. That ain't easy. You better practice that because there's some stuff. You know what I mean? Your feelings are telling you. I feel like quitting and packing it. Stop. Pause. No. First place means first place. You see what I'm saying? How many know we practice this and get better at it? Come on, right? Because I want to have, have my own say-so. The word of God does not give me a say-so. I, he answers my questions for me. I don't even have an opinion when it comes to the Bible. I just read it and go, okay, that's my opinion. <laughs> Isn't that good? That's how you learn how to do it. Where do you find that? Look at this one, man. Proverbs 4 and 20, Amplified. You all know this. Look what he says there. My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. That's it right I got to submit to God. Everybody says, are you submitted to God? I'll show you how submitted you are to God. Let me see how much of the word you're walking in. 
Well, I'm a Christian. That, you could be carnal as the day is long. You're still saved and going to heaven, by the way. You're just walking carnal. What's carnal mean? You're just a meathead. You walk around doing what you want to do. You ever go to a fancy restaurant? I remember the first time I went to a fancy restaurant, and I was looking at, you know, and they had all this cool stuff in there. And I was like, what, what's carnal? They used to call it carnal. I said, like, what's carnal? Like, and I was like, I don't want to tell nobody. So after I asked later, I was like, I was a young kid. I said, what's carnal? They said, that's meat. And then I put it together because I was reading steak. I said, it must be meat, right? So you're carnal. Come on. You're a meathead. Don't be a meathead. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Come on, don't be a filet mignon head. Come on, wake up. What am I trying to get you to understand? Don't be carnal. Carnal means what? I'm exalting my opinion above the word of God. I'm doing what I want to do. It sounds practical. Let me see you not do it, though. Because, man, I want to say what I want to say. How about you? Oh, yeah, all the time. But I can't. But attend to my words and submit to my sayings. Everybody say Amen, that's your job, you gotta do it. Where do you see that one the best? I like John 15, you wanna go there real quick? Cause I got a little bit more time with you guys. Can we look at John 15, that one right there? Look at this, seven, you could do verse seven, right? John 15, seven, look at this, it says, but if you live in life union with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done unto you. So how, how good are your prayers and how good is your speaking? As good as your what, abiding. That's that John, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ask me what you will, right? Well, you know, that's the abiding factor is this. If you abide in me, that book, and that book abides in you, ask what you will. The closer you stick to the word of God, the more power you got in the earth. That's it, man. That's how you get it. That takes practice. Come on, man. Just takes practice. Why? Because sometimes I'm in the Word. Sometimes I come out of the Word. Sometimes I'm up. Sometimes I'm down. Number two, boom. I got to learn how to meditate in the Word of God. These are how you develop it. This is the best. That meditation series I got, I'm going to tell you right here now, I was tired of the cliffhanger of going to church and nobody telling me how to do this stuff. I got so fed up with it. I would say, God, you better show me how to do this and make it simple because I ain't that smart with this. So show me what's up. I'm going to show you how to meditate once and for all. You don't have to sit there for days doing this. You spend a couple minutes every once in a while meditating in the word of God. It's going to change your life. Meditation is a big leap of growth. And this ain't like these nutsos sitting in a room. Like, that is not meditation. That's whacked out nonsense. Don't do that. Meditate is think in your mind and say with your mouth. Think in your mind, say with your mouth. Think in your mind, roll it over, roll it over, roll it roll, roll, roll it over. Got it? I'm kind of funny. And I like to slap those new age devils in the head. Come on, so, come on, somebody. Pastor Chris, you're dangerous. Yeah, I'm dangerous because I'm taking people to truth. Don't get in all that nonsense. The word of God will work even greater for you if you get to a place of going beyond mental assent. Mental assent means this. I agree with it. Yeah, you got to agree with it, but sooner or later, you got to start doing it. You got to do it. So how do you meditate, okay? Wouldn't you like to learn how to meditate biblically? That's important, right? What is meditation? So we did a series about it, so I had to learn, okay? Once you start meditating in the word of God, the word of God will basically start become effectively um, operating in your life. It'll become part of you. And even though you have um, kind of like opportunity, you're gonna be more governed by the word of God and you're gonna be more regulated by the word of God through meditation. Is that okay? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? You got that? So the more you meditate. So how do you meditate? Right here. I'm going to show you how to meditate. This is how you meditate. This is Christian meditation 101. You ready? This is Christian meditation. You ever heard any terminology like this before? If not, I just made it up. Christian meditation. 
Coach, I didn't even know this stuff existed. I just make it up. You roll. I'm telling you the truth, though. I don't lie. This is how you do it. This will change your life forever if you do this. If you do this. So say we said greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, right? This is how I, God taught me how to, God taught me how to meditate because I didn't know what to do. Evan, I had no idea what the heck I was doing. Nobody taught me how to do it. And I was tired of it. And I said, if you want me to, I did pull the Solomon. How am I going to teach these people? I don't even know how to do it. Nobody's taught me how. He said, this is what you do. I said, this is, that's good. And you know you're too stupid to know that. So God, you know what God gets all the credit. This is how you meditate. Watch. Go. This is what I do. You lift up greater. And you focus on it like this. So this friend, this is right. Greater is he that, you go, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And you can stop. Greater. Now you just focus, go greater. Pull it up. See it? You see what I'm saying? Greater, now you're coming back down. Is he that's in me that he that's in the world? I can't focus on any enemy that's in the world right now. I got greater. Now stop. I go greater. I go uh, greater. I'm greater than what I face. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The greater one lives in me. I got victory. They tell you you're sick, say greater. I'm greater than that. I'm greater than the obstacle. I'm greater than the circumstance. I'm greater than the doctor's report. I'm greater than the bills. I'm greater than the debt. I'm greater than the lack. I'm greater than, you got to go greater, great, 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 greater. And then you come back. Is he that's in me in his world? Now watch this, right? Greater, right? You got to focus, greater. I'm bigger than this. It's chasing you. No, you're chasing it. Greater, greater. Now you go what? Then I go right down. Boom, is he. Now watch this. We're meditating right now corporately. You ready for this? Greater is he. Stop. I'm not greater, but the heavyweight champion in the world's living inside of me, undefeated, never lost a battle of Dana, is he. Greater is who? Is he. And he is in me. And he's in you too. So that means you're a champion, man. Oh, God messed me up. I scared those people in Atlanta. I scared the people at 9 o'clock. The other day, man, the God arrested me, messed me up, bro. I'm walking across the room, right? I swear to you, bro. And you don't get scared. And he said, I'm walking and chilling. I'm like, minding my business. He said, do you know who you are? I said, no, sir. know who you are on the inside. I said, no, sir. Do you know what you carry? Who you carry? What you contain? No, sir. You carry me. Because God ain't living in heaven. He's living in you right now. No, ye not. Your body's the temple. I repented. Carry me better. Carry me with more dominion and authority. Carry me with more power. Carry me. Act like me. Move like me in the earth. I said, my God in heaven, man. Living beneath the benefits of heaven. Living beneath our heavenly identity. All because we're literally deprived of consciousness of who we really are. Do you know who you really are? Because you're not what you do. What you do is not who you are. That's the biggest deception of the devil. Who you are is a revelation and a discovery. 
telling you. This is how you meditate. Greater is, greater is, is he. Just one more time. Greater is he. Yeah, that's why I'm bigger than every battle I ever faced. Because he already faced it in one. Because greater is he. He is greater. I might not, I might be knocking in the knees, but he, I might be freaking out, but he is greater. And he is in me. And guess what he is? He that is in me is what? Greater than anything that's in the world. That is in me. Whoa! Greater is he that is in me. He's in me. Living and moving and having his being. He's in me. If he's in me and I'm in him, I ain't got to worry about nothing. Look at your meditate. One scripture. One scripture. And he's greater is he that's in me than he or there's an enemy that's in the world. He's greater than the enemy that's facing me. And if he is greater than the enemy that's facing me and he is in me, then I guess I'm greater than the enemies I'm facing because he's in me and greater is he that's in me than anything I'm facing in the earth. That's one scripture. Now, so then, I'm a giant in the earth because why? He's in me and anything in this world brings at me. I'm greater than it before it shows up because he's in me. I don't, bro, you're going to be walking down the street puffed up, flared out, just all jacked, jacked up, messed up. Why? Because anything this world throws at me, I'm greater than it. I got an internal revelation of who I am in Christ. I could care less what the world tries to bring. Don't you know that greater is he that's in me than anything that's in the world coming against me? Do it with anything. By his stripes, I'm healed. You got a doctor's report. By what he did on the cross, I'm healed. They try to tell you, you sick. Sorry, bro. You might try to put sick on me, but he already put healed in me. You can't put sick. You can't put sick in this because I'm in heaven. Ain't no sick in heaven. Ain't no shout out in there. In him reality. That's how you meditate. That's how you meditate. Find anywhere you want. He'll prosper you. He'll make you well. You got, you got, you got something coming against your mind because that'll happen to I cast down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What are you looking for? I'm looking for things that are trying to be contrary to the word of God. I'm not allowed to meditate on them. I'm not allowed to think those thoughts. Come on, see it? But, oh, Pastor Chris, this is going to take forever. It ain't going to take forever. It took a couple minutes. And I ain't saying you got to do it every day. But when you know what's coming, you know what to do now. What am I doing? I'm going to elevate. I'm bringing down. Greater, see it? You never forget this a day in your life. Because you're going to start doing it. I don't care what it is. You can walk around the house going, Right here, pull it up, pull it down, pull it up, pull it down. I don't even care. Pick something you like. I don't even care what you do. I'm, I'm the best. You ever watch sports? Like, I got sports, right? We went to the game. Went to, we went to Monday night, Monday night football game, right? And we went, you know, we got down there checking out. And I said, look at these dudes. Look at these dudes. Everybody got hit. They all talk. They ain't singing songs. Most of, a true athlete isn't singing songs. Remember we went? The one dude on the thing I was watching, he's talking to himself about what he's going to do, man. He ain't talking about stupid stuff. You think he's singing songs? He said, I'm going to have a great game. I'm gonna, they go there with their mouth. Any athlete, go, you've seen it, they go there with their mouth so they can put their body. It's a law, man. James chapter 3 is a law. 
You put a bit in a horse. I was trying to tell that guy. I said, look, man, they're talking where they want to go. Your work, my work, you better shut your mouth. Look at your neighbor and say, hush. Look at your neighbor and say, hush your mouth. Words got power. Even if, oh, I don't, I, I didn't mean it. You ever hear this? I didn't mean it. The devil's still going to use it against you, either you mean it or not. They are words. By your words, you are justified. By your words, you're condemned. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Oh, nothing works out good for me. Hush your mouth. Hush your mouth. Don't talk sick. Don't talk broke. James chapter 3 is the law. You put a bit in a horse's mouth, you steer it. You put a bridle in his ship, you steer it. Where's your tongue going? Where's your tongue going? Look, if you cannot control your mouth, you cannot control your body. It's a law. What does a bridle do? Steers a. What does a rudder do? What's a tongue do? So where does your mouth go? Your feet got to follow. It's a law. Come on, man. You know I'm telling you the truth. And that's how you do it. Okay, everybody got that? Did you pull that in though? That's meditate. But did you see the big one right there? You got to watch that, man. You got to be careful with your words. Well, I'm just kidding. Don't be, ain't no kidding in the kingdom. No kidding in the kingdom, man. You don't want nobody using those words against you. So don't say it. Don't talk no lack. Don't talk no weak. Don't talk no sick. Well, you one of them confession people. That church is all confession. Man, well, look, man. Well, you know, I got to be, be practical. Hey, let me show you how you do this. You want to know where you go get practical? In your prayer closet. Don't be talking to Sister Big Mouth, Blabberhead, and, you know, Brother Wackadoo going to talk about all your stuff. Go in there, and you, I don't care what you do in your prayer closet. Just go in there and go, God, this thing, go have a car ride that's only you and God, and just be straight, and nobody else can hear you. God will keep that covered. Don't be telling people this stuff, though. Well, I don't feel like I can tell anybody anything. You can't in prayer. Go in prayer and tell God everything. Don't be talking outside, lack and weak and busted up and all jacked up and messed up. You know what I mean? Or you, or, or you confide in somebody that can pray with you and for you. I don't want some of you to become an island. Well, Pastor Chris said I got to hold all this in. You got to find people of faith. You could call me up. You can call me up and you can be ugly as the day is long. I'll just, I'll help you, man. I'll laugh. I'll be like, all right, now that you're done being goofy, let's get to, the, let's get to where we got to get to. Are you done now? And I walk out and I walk out and I wouldn't even hold it against you because God knows I could have a day like that too. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to have friends like that. You can just call up and go, bro, I'm about ready to lose. Go ahead, let it all out. Now that you're done with your little party of madness, let's get to the word of God and get some success. Hey, come on. You know what I'm saying? They all want to like, I'm going to complain. Yeah, complain. Get it out. Go, are you done now? Praise God. All right, now. We all have those days. I did it to Gianna this morning. They wanted them. Oh, my God. They want to play rotate cars. I can get around anything that's happening. She's, she's a backseat driver telling me what to do about driving. She's like, why don't you just wait? I was like, why don't you stop talking to me about driving? Did you, you drove lately? How many know I had to apologize? <laughs> then the mother went back and forth to the car three times. I was like, if she would have just did what I said, you would have made it for pregame. But she missed pregame because she's, she's an expert driver too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And you know what? You don't know what I got to deal with a lot of you people. Just pray for me. <laughs> I'll just get it. Everybody said they're praying for they're praying for them guys dealing with me. You know that's the truth. Amen. Point number three: What you got to practice the word of God. That sounds so bad, doesn't it? Like I thought I was supposed to live it. Yeah, well, start practicing it first, then you'll start living it, right? Because don't you want to like? Don't you? How many of you know this? Have you ever wanted to say something and you knew the Lord didn't want you to say it, but you said it anyway? 
How many of you are professionals at that? Yeah, that's why you're still practicing. You have not evolved yet. You have not made it, okay? How many of you right at the edge want to say it, and you know you shouldn't say it, and God kind of checks you about saying it, and you say it anyway? You're a practicer. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Welcome to all the practicing people of the Word of God. Isn't this great? It's okay, though. Why do I got to learn to practice the Word of God? Because look what it says in James chapter 1. It says that you got an incorruptible seed. It says, so get rid of all this uncleanness and rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And what? And receive with humble and gentle, modest spirit. Receive the Word of God and welcome the Word of God, which is planted and root in your heart. It contains the power to save your soul. So you have to reprogram your mind. That's why you practice it. You have to reprogram your emotions and you have to reprogram your will. Did you get that? Does that make sense? So how many of you know your mind isn't gonna always agree with the word of God, so you gotta start practicing it? How many of you, your will has gone off the deep end <laughs> or your emotions have gone, how about this one? Have your emotions ever gone off the deep end? And you're, you're like, you're an emotional basket case and then here comes God with like truth. And you're like, hey God, why don't you just shut up for a minute and let me have my inside. You know, yeah, because I know you're all holy. Yeah, okay, right. Let's get over to holy. Have you ever been like, hey God, why don't you just shut up for a little while and let me just have this little thing because I want to let this out. Yes. Have you ever been there? Don't raise your hand. God already knows your heart, right? Come on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to let it loose, God. And he's like, okay. You know, you shouldn't. Or you ever, you ever want to go say something like, your wife's a real good example of that, right? Or your husband. You're like, you know, like, you don't want to say it. Well, you want to say it, but God doesn't want you to say it. And you want to say it so bad, you're going to say it anyway. Did you guys do that on a car ride here today? It's okay. I did it on the way home the other day, right? How many of you went to the, have you ever gone to the marriage ceremony? What is those, marriage thing, art of love? What do you call those things, seminar? How many of you went to the marriage seminars and you fought on the way there and fought on the way home? Come on, somebody, give me an amen. Mike Todd got dropped off and his wife never even picked him up. Praise God, he did really good. That's right. If you could go to the marriage seminar at Jimmy Evans' Marriage on the Rock and your wife leaves you there, you're a pro, bro. You're my kind of guy. She left him. He had to get a ride home. He tells the story. He did. He went, he went to the thing, and he's like, we went to the marriage. How many of you went to fireproof your marriage and found out you lit the fire? <laughs> you ever been there? No, y'all didn't need counseling yet? You will. Sooner or later, you'll come see me. Maybe no, In a good way, in a good way, in a good way, in a good way. I'll just encourage you to just say, yeah, okay, praise God. Have you ever been there? Like, you know, God says don't say it, but you want to say it so bad, you're going to say it anyway? Man, I got a really developed church. I'm really glad you guys have all arrived. But, all right, <laughs> praise God. Let me just tell you for all the people that are lying and looking straight ahead, okay? I get you, right? Don't do it. God's like, but I really want to do it. I want to let this out. My emotions have really got the best of me right now. I'm going to say this, God. I'm saying it. I don't really care about the consequences when I say it because I'm going to say it anyway because this has been on my chat. I'm going to let it out. God, I'm going to let it. And you let it out. And the minute it kind of comes out of your mouth, you're like, you wish you had a string to go get it because it's like, you know, it's going to be like three weeks of madness. She ain't never good. Look, I'm telling her right now. My wife knows every day. The day, she remembers the day she was born. She can tell you what room she was in. She's, 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 she's better than Google. She's be, way better than Google. She knew the day she was born. She knew what they were wearing. She got everything. She, can, she forgets nothing except the things I tell her. She remembers everything I did negative. All the positive stuff she can't remember. But it's okay. I love her. God, but come on, laugh. It's funny. You guys got to get some therapy going here. Yeah, Dylan, look straight ahead. You're about ready to get in trouble. Just look straight ahead. Straight ahead. Do not do what I do. I'm a seasoned professional. I know what I'm doing. I'm trained. All you other guys, just look straight ahead or it's going to be a rough day, rough afternoon, and you're fasting and you're eating nuts. You might kill like a squirrel on the way home. I don't want none of it. We're, we're down with it. We don't want animal cruelty. Come on, let's go. Stay with me. What I'm saying is this. At that very moment, you know you're not supposed to say something. God's dealing with your heart with the word like, thou shalt not speak like that. Thou shalt walk in love. Thou shalt not say that. Thou, and you say it anyway. 
We're practicing the word of God and learning how to become better yielders. Have you ever had some kind of thought you don't need to have? Some kind of feeling you don't need to have? And God tries to bring the word of God, but you want to have like a three-hour ice cream pity party for yourself and just feel like, oh, God, leave me alone. You ever been there? This is what practicing the word of God is. We get a little better at yielding and saying, no, God, I'm not going to eat a gallon of ice cream. I'm only going to eat a quart. It's all going to be okay. Fasting, Chris, why do you got to use this while we're fasting? Don't worry, you'll catch up on the ride home. Look, it is what it is, but it's truth. We practice at getting better at being yielders to the word of God. Training your mind what to think. Thought identification is one of the most powerful things you can figure out. Where did that thought come from? Do you realize every thought you have didn't come from God? Where did it come from? You have to identify it. You got to see if you're even allowed to keep it. How about your will? I don't want to do that. Never been there? I don't want to do that. Jesus had to surrender his will in the garden so bad he sweat drops of blood. You got you to give your will over to God. You ever been there? That ain't easy, man. So this is practice. Okay, God, Maybe it took me two weeks to kind of get willing. Now it's taking me a week. I'm getting better. Practicing. See what I'm saying? God's not in a race with this, but we got to start learning that spirituality is a growing process, and this is one of the greatest times you're conscious of this, so I'm going to be a better practicer. I like this. I'm going to practice. Yeah, God, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to really, I'm not going to let my emotions get the best of me. I could try to hold those in check. I'm not going to think those thoughts I don't need to think. I'm going to kind of hold that back. I'm going to start becoming a better practicer. Here's another one for you got to start learning how to instantly obey the voice of your spirit from the Holy Spirit, okay? The voice of your spirit is in your Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's communicating. You ever have God kind of lead you and you kind of know it's God, but you're kind of like, yeah, and you think it's you or you think it's this or you think it's, you know, the pizza you ate last night or something like that, whatever, right? No, you got to start learning that. I got to start listening to that voice a little bit more clearer because it's in my inward man, it's my conscience. We would, a lot of times people would say, that's the voice of your conscience. We would say that like in the natural, like that's your conscience. Well, your conscience needs to be taught the word of God. And once you start understanding the word of God, it'll start teaching you what to think. But we gotta get better at instantly obeying that voice. Does that make sense? Like there's no, God doesn't have a lot of like, you know, like, um, I don't want to say it like this. Let me just say it like this. It'll be easier because I don't want it to be like, oh my God, you missed it. But you got to realize something. When God starts speaking to you on the inside, he's not really wanting to contemplate whether we're going to negotiate here. Does that make sense? He's kind of like, hey, God's not really big in negotiating. Really doesn't negotiate at all. It's like, hey, and this is the problem with people. Just remember this. If he's asking you to do it, it's better for you. Oh my God, if you'll ever get that. This is not a natural father because human love is selfish. Everything he does is most beneficial for you, not him. That's why he went to a cross. He did the most beneficial for the recipient, not himself. The best thing for him would have been jump down from that joker and call it a day. He stood up there and said, no, I'm doing this for you. So anything that God kind of gets in you with, you know, he's like, it's only better for you. It's not better for him. Ain't that good to know? Like he's a, like, you know what I mean? Come on, man. He, he, but we got to stop being babies a little bit and go, well, God, you know, why don't you give me what I want? Because it's not what you need. You might think it's what you need, but it's not what you need for the benefit of your life. He's a good, every gift he gives is perfect. 
and there's no variance of turning, which means what? This stuff's solid, legit. Everything God gives. Are you okay with that? Yes. Do you pull that in? Yes. Is that kind of like spiritually connected? You know what I mean? God's a good God, man. He only got good things for you. Right. Nothing bad. Right. But I got to start learning how to yield to that voice inside. Because what do we think? That's me. No, 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 no. You're going to sound like God on the inside sometimes. Like, what's me? Is that God? Is this? I don't know. What I, look, man, if it's leading you to, to the, towards the word or it's leading you towards success, I mean, but a lot of times you don't have the word. Maybe you're starting a business. You think now, when, huh? You'll have a knowing. I like to call it there's a knower in your knowing. You'll just know. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of seeing and knowing. There's some things you could see, but they're not like a physical picture. Does that make sense? Like, I see it. I know it's going to happen. Can you write it all out? Nah, I can't see it. I know it. Do you know it like you know today? Nah, I just know it's working out. You ever have, like, this is the best way to do it. You ever feel like calling somebody and you don't know why? And you're like, man, I need to call. Like, I need to call. I need to talk. I need to reach out to somebody. And then, you, and then you know, you put it off and then you go do it. And when you find out, the person's like, oh, man, I was really needing that. Or, or you ever do something and you knew it was right on time? You know, everybody's got one of those, like, uh, a call. Or you ever get ready to go do something and you just put it off? You're like, ah, no, I'm not supposed to do that today. And it's not procrastination. It's leading. That's listening to that voice on the inside. It might, it's not audible like, hey, Kia, do that today. No, it's like, I just don't feel like today's the day to pick up the phone. I feel like today's the day I got to call. Oh, I got to pray that. You got to start learning how to like kind of marinate in that a little bit. Like I'm feeling, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to do that. Or you ever, ever say something? I just said something the other day. To the kids, you say something like, I think I need to tell him that now. Or you hold it back and then you go, no, today's the day. You need to know that. You can do this. Oh, man, all right, cool, whatever. And they, your kids look at you like you're crazy. You know, they did you doing like this Christian voodoo on them, you know. Because <laughs> they know, yeah, I call it, I, that's bad, right? Voodoo's bad. You know, maybe I call it Christian voodoo. You know, my kids look at me like, or people look at me like, why'd you say that? Is there something I should know? I'm like, chill out, relax. You know, like when you tell them something spiritual and they look at you like, what do you know? <laughs> How much you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, chill out, man. I just want to encourage you, you know. I used to scare them jokers when they were little. Remember how I'd take you places? I'd be like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I, was, I used to tell him, like, Brother Norville knows what you're thinking. <laughs> I had Luke all freaked out. We bring him to Chicago. I was like, hey, Doc knows what you're thinking. He's like, does he? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> I was tormenting him, man. Eh? Uh, praise the Lord. I'm just kidding. It all, it, I don't know. It all worked out. My mother did it to me, praise God. So, hey, it's payback. Right? Come on. You got it? Did you get it, though? You got to start listening now. Everybody knows what I'm saying. I, I got to drop that one because everybody's at a different level here. Like some people, this is brand new. Some of you are a little bit more mature. And some of you, you're in a really bad spot. I love you, but he's been talking. You haven't been listening and you know it. So you better start yielding to that thing and stop jerking around. You understand? And this thing too, you know why this gets like this? Because he starts talking to you about big stuff. And when he starts talking about the big stuff, you get a little bit like, oh man, I don't want to go there. Yeah, you get nervous. <laughs> Some of you ain't nervous yet. The day will come. When you get nervous, you get ready. Because I'm like, oh, man, if I go in there and start talking about this, he's going to talk to me. So I'm like, Can we just avoid this conversation for a little bit? No, not with God, okay? It's only going to be good. But in the middle when you go in, it's another faith project. And sometimes you start looking at another faith project like, God, really? I mean, we've been just, hey, uh, next off. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, I'm in. Let's go. Four. Five, here we go. You got to pray in the spirit. Now listen, I, 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 we got to rocks. I want to talk about this. Um, 
I want to maybe start talking about this sooner than later. Everybody in this building needs to be pray, filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, a lot of you might not be, and I want to, I want to teach a class on it, I think. Um, I think we need to, because um, I can only do so much from the pulpit, and it's not like, oh, people are like, oh, you're hiding it. I pray in tongues in the pulpit right here. Come on, what are you talking about? You need a little bit of education, and I can't stay there for like three, four weeks doing it. So I want you guys to go spend some time, maybe like before. And if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, we need to get you filled with the Holy Ghost. Praying in unknown tongues. Because you need to yield to the Spirit of God and start praying in Spirit every day, even if it's a couple minutes. Is that okay? Did you pull that in? Did you pull that in? Every day. On the way to work, put away a couple seconds, a couple minutes. I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. You're edifying yourself. You're building yourself up. You're praying out mysteries. We're going to teach about it. We're going to teach a class. So if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, I'll get a sign-up sheet. Maybe we'll start, and then we'll have like a little class for you to understand. Because young kids come in, and older people come in, and people come in from different denominations. They're like, what in the heaven am I going to be doing praying in the Holy Ghost? What is this? And I get it, and the church made it weird. You know, you go up in the front, they shove a mic in your face. Come on, pray. Say Jesus nine million times. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not doing that, making anybody feel weird. I'm going to teach it right, that you understand what is happening. And then I didn't say praying tongues nine hours a day. You're doing seven minutes with Sarno. Come on. Come on. Paul, Paul gave me the thing. SMS. You ever see that SMS? Seven minutes with Sardo. It was good. Paul coined it. He's a part of the creative team now. Praise God. Paul, you got another job, right? <laughs> so are you here and understand what I'm saying? Like, this is new. Like, you're new. Right? He's new. Let me pick on Aaron. He's new. He came in. It's a little weird, man, if you don't know nobody in here. And we start flinging all this stuff around, people falling down, praying in tongues, all this stuff. It's like, whoa, bro, what kind of nut show is this? The first time I went, oh, my God. My mother was crazy taking me to this place. She took me and my dad to one of these Pentecostal meetings. Bro, I laughed at everybody. This lady started banging tambourine. I was like, look at this nut job over here with the tambourine. My dad, my mother was hitting me. Kia, my mother was hitting me. Cut it out. They were falling on the ground and doing something. These people are crazy, dude. It was Easter. Can you imagine these people on a non-holiday event? I was like, these jokers are nuts, man. And they were falling on the ground and doing all this cuckoo stuff. I said, these people are crazy. Me and him are laughing. Oh, my God. Me and Papa laughing. I was like, dude, look at this one over here. Right? Now I am one. I can't even figure it out. I don't know what happened. I was like, I thought they were nuts. I said, I, but if somebody doesn't explain it to you, it's crazy. It's like, what are you people doing? Like, I didn't understand it. So what you got to do is you got to bring the new people in and go, why do people fall down? Well, if God got on you and overwhelmed you, you fall down too. It's not about falling down. It's getting what you need from God. And then praying in the spirit. Like, the church is so creepy sometimes. You're like, you know, like all this weird stuff we did like back in the day. And it's like, go do this. And you didn't explain. No, no, no. You need to pray in tongues because that's the Holy Spirit praying the perfect prayers through you. And we got to have you available to catch it in the spirit. And when you're over there going, rembende, lemande. You're praying perfect prayers for your life, but if you knew what you were saying, you probably wouldn't say it. So that's why God kind of tricked up the game on you and gave you words. You know, you're probably like, oh God, break me. Let me be used of you mightily. I want to be a missionary. Can you imagine you wouldn't pray that? You'd be like, no, I want to go to Hawaii. Glory to God. That's a mission field for me. I feel the Holy Ghost over there. I, was like, I, I don't feel any of that good stuff. Non-tropical weather. I don't feel like God wants me there. <laughs> 
You know? I'm like, no, I don't I no, no, this is not my Jerry wants to go. Jerry wants to go. Jerry wants <laughs> Come on. Are you here? Are you seeing what I'm saying? So we're gonna get you filled, we're gonna get you ready to go. But you guys that got it, guess what you gotta do? You gotta start praying every day, couple minutes. And some days you're gonna pray more than others. And we're gonna come alongside you and help you. But the guys that gotta get it, we're gonna help you get it. Come on. And then close your eyes, let me pray for you, because this is important. Father, I just thank you for these guys. I thank you, Lord, that you're leading them, you're guiding them, you're helping them. I thank you that they're gonna take these, these brand new steps, these brand new steps of faith, amen, to see their life change forever. And they're gonna walk in the spirit and not, and not they're gonna walk in the spirit and they're gonna cultivate these gifts and they're gonna move supernaturally in this brand new season. So they're gonna take those five elements and they're never gonna forget them. They're gonna start practicing the word of God better. They're gonna start listening to the Holy Ghost a little better. They're gonna start yielding a little better. We're gonna learn how to be better meditators, right? I'm gonna pick that up. I'm like, greater is he, greater is he. I see that, I can do that at home. I got that in the car, right? I can handle that. I can see that, hey, amen, on the way. I'm gonna pray a little bit more. I'm gonna do what I it is I need to do to see my life change forever. Father, I anoint them afresh and anew to do it, and they're going to do it. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, and everybody said amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.